For KAXE News, I'm Chelsea Perkins with the Up North Report. A man being held in the Crowing County Jail has died in custody. The Crowing County Sheriff's Office reports that jail staff discovered the man unresponsive in a jail cell on Thursday night. The man was booked earlier in the evening on suspicion of driving while intoxicated. The Sheriff's Office says correctional officers, medical staff, and paramedics attempted life-saving efforts, but they were unsuccessful. The Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension and the Minnesota Department of Corrections are investigating the death. Authorities did not identify the man in a Friday news release. State Senator Jason Rarick of Pine City introduced an amendment to the Taconite Assistance Area last Thursday. The bill would bring mining money to schools in his district and was referred to the Senate Taxes Committee. Megan Buffington reports on the response of Iron Range legislators and Rarick's explanation. Twice a year, iron mining companies pay a production tax to the six Iron Range counties and the Minnesota Department of Iron Range Resources and Rehabilitation. From there, the money is distributed to towns and schools in the Taconite Assistance Area. The Department of Revenue describes the tax as a major source of income for the region. Right now, Carleton County and subsequently the Cromwell, Moose Lake, and Willow River school districts are not included. That's what Senator Rarick hopes would change if Talon Metals were to start mining copper nickel in the county, but not before. They would not be uh, brought into the TAA until mining commenced within their um, boundaries. Rarick said if the bill makes it to committee, he would also add the Barnum School District. While Talon Metals does have exploration leases in Carleton County, there is no indication that mining would start anytime soon, if ever. Republican Senator Robert Farnsworth of Hibbing said in a statement that he can't support the bill until there is a better idea of the county's mineral reserves, though he says, quote, the expansion of mining in Minnesota is a good thing. Rarick says he talked with DFL Senator Grant Hoschild of Hermantown, who agreed that Rarick's proposal was premature. Rarick says he understands the sentiment, but he knew the process might take a while. Sometimes it's a number of years to get something through. Hoschild and fellow Range DFLer Representative Dave Lisligard of Aurora issued a joint statement last Friday calling for the proposal's retraction and saying it is a direct threat to their region. Rarick says he was surprised by the vocal opposition, especially because Lisligard was one of a dozen legislators who introduced a bill last session that would expand the TAA to include the McGregor School District if Talon Metals' copper nickel mine in Tamarack opens. Liz Lagarde responded in an email, saying, quote, Talon has been clear there is no mineralization in Carleton County that warrants mining. If Senator Rarick wants to support his school districts and communities, he should have voted for last year's historic education investments and record increases in local government aid and county program aid, rather than try to steal money from the core Iron Range. Northern News Now previously reported that Liz Lagarde said as long as he is chair of the House Property Tax Division, Rarick's bill would not see the light of day. Megan Buffington, KAXE News. The U.S. Department of Energy is launching an effort to collect data on the energy use of cryptocurrency mining operations. Nonprofit news outlet Grist reports that in 2021, when China banned Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, crypto miners flocked to the United States in search of cheap electricity and looser regulations. In a few short years, the U.S.'s share of global crypto mining operations grew from just 3.5% to 38%, forming the world's largest crypto mining industry. 
Cryptocurrency mining operations were a topic in recent years in the city of Brainerd, where one facility is currently operating and another has purchased property in the city's industrial park. Extra power capacity in the electrical grid is attractive to crypto miners, and in 2022, Brainerd was using about 40 megawatts of its 140 megawatt capacity, according to the Brainerd Dispatch. According to initial estimates by the U.S. Energy Information Administration, cryptocurrency mining could account for between 0.6% and 2.3% of total annual U.S. electricity use. To put that into perspective, in 2022, the entire state of Utah was responsible for about 0.8% of electricity consumed in the U.S. That's it for the Up North Report from the KAXE News Desk. I'm Chelsea Perkins, telling the stories of northern Minnesota through local news.